Talofa and here's the news. Treasury is releasing the first batch of tax refund checks on Friday, March 1st. An announcement from Treasurer Malemoto Sanga says the first batch will include checks for 1,473 taxpayers who filed their taxes for 2023 between January 1st and January 29th this year. The total value of the checks coming out this Friday is $7.5 million. Local refunds amount to $3.8 million. Additional child tax credit checks total $848,538. Earned income tax credit checks amount to $2.8 million. The refund checks will be dispersed through direct deposits and recipients' bank accounts through the post office and pickup at the dispersing office. The Director of Marine and Wildlife Resources, Archie Tautasi Soli'ai, has questioned if the excavation, digging and clearing work being done in Malaimi has gone through the permitting process. He said in a February 22nd letter to the Director of Commerce, Peti Matila, DMWR is not aware of the issuance of a land use permit for this project, nor has it had the opportunity to review and scrutinize any land use permit application for the project through the Project Notification and Review System, PNRS Board. He said without proper oversight and evaluation, there's a risk that the project may proceed without adequately addressing potential environmental concerns. The clearing and digging in Malaimi was brought to light last week in a video posted by one of the landowners, Mrs. Kolopatuya Sopo, who said that landowners were never informed or given permission for the use of their lands. Director Soli'ai said the PNRS plays a crucial role in ensuring that projects are thoroughly reviewed to assess their potential impact on the environment, wildlife and local communities. Additionally, obtaining a land use permit is essential for ensuring that projects are compliant with relevant rules and regulations. He said, specifically, my concern lies in the lack of clarity surrounding the potential impact of the drainage project on marine life and coastal resources. Given the sensitive nature of these ecosystems, it's imperative that any alteration to the environment are carefully considered and mitigated to minimize negative consequences. He also pointed out that any species covered under the Endangered Species Act are adequately protected as mandated by federal law. In the same letter, the DMR director reminded Matila that he had inquired with her department in August of last year regarding an unpermitted excavation in Malaimi Valley, and in a follow-up in December, he added an inquiry about a new road excavation on the Fangaalu mountainside behind the rock quarry. He wrote, to date, I have not received any responses to those emails. He said the acting PNRS chair confirmed to the DMWR representative on the PNRS that no permits were issued for those two projects. Soli'ai has urged the DOC director to ensure all necessary permits and reviews are conducted and to provide relevant information and documentation on the projects so that DMWR may assess their potential impact on marine and wildlife resources and endangered species more thoroughly. The Senate killed in second reading today a bill sponsored by the three Manua senators which would have raised the salaries of Fono members and reduced their office expense allowances. The bill proposed that the salaries of the Senate President and Speaker of the House be increased from $30,000 to $85,000 and that of Senators and Representatives from $25,000 to $80,000 while that of the Swain's representative be hiked from $20,000 to $75,000. Meanwhile, according to the bill, the office expense allowances of the Fono leaders be reduced from $80,000 to $30,000 
and from $65,000 to $25,000 for senators and representatives. The bill was sponsored by Senators Malaipule Saite Molinga, Maofa Omangongo and Pomele Ngaleai. Malaipule was not present when the Budget and Appropriations Committee discussed the bill today. Senator Mao said one of the reasons behind the move to raise the salaries of the Fono is to make the lawmakers' salaries comparable to that of cabinet members. Senator Pomele said he was a director for many years, and since becoming a senator, he gets only three hours of sleep as he's worried about his district. He said the work of lawmakers is very important and their salaries should reflect this. Senator Mongutsi Atao'a felt that there was no need to change the present salaries and office expense allowances. Senator Mangalei said they would be paying more taxes if their salaries are increased. Also, an increase in salary would not go into effect until a new legislature. The committee recommended that the bill be rejected and it was killed during the session. The USDOE report on the management and use of consolidated grant funding by the American Samoa Department of Education devotes several pages to funding given to private schools in the territory. It says that prior to their on-site visit last September, it was discovered that previous consolidated grant projects for non-public schools has used consolidated grant funds to pay staff salaries for full-time non-public school employees. USDOE clarified that this is an unallowable use of funds and the fiscal year 2023 consolidated grant application was amended to remove the unallowable expense. The report said these issues point to ASDOE and ASG's large-scale misunderstanding regulations governing the use of federal funds in relation to private school students. It said consolidated grant funds can only be used to pay staff employed by ASDOE or vendors which may include non-public school personnel outside of normal duty hours to provide supplemental services to non-public school students. Among corrective actions that USDOE is requiring the local Department of Education is to provide documentation of correspondence with private school officials communicating that they are not permitted to receive federal funds and instead receive equitable services provided with federal funding. Also, a standard operating procedures for procurement process for non-public school consolidated grant projects that ensures only ASDOE staff and not private school staff engage in and handle procurement for services to be provided to private school students and educators. Also required is documentation of an SOP that ensures consolidated grant funds are not used to pay full-time private school personnel salaries. That's the news.